Hey everybody, I'm Randall Lobb and you're seeing something new on the definitive uh, insert space here. Maybe it's on Facebook, maybe you're seeing this on YouTube, maybe you're seeing it somewhere else. But indeed, I am one of the three people who works on the definitive films you know. I, w I wonder if, if Isaac Elliott Fisher is here. I'm here, Isaac Elliott Fisher, one of the three. We have Mark Hussey work in production here with Nick. We have something to announce that is two things to announce. One thing is good and one thing is bad, but they are tied together. Isaac, we're doing a new show to make some content that is shorter and tighter and released in between our very long documentaries. And we know that it takes a long time to make our docs. Some take longer than others. Insert our story about the Conan the Barbarian documentary here. Or any of other documentaries we've done. We've often taken a few years to produce our docs. And here we are. They we're do. on our they, new show. They take a long time. So we're doing a show, The Definitive Podcast. And this particular Definitive Podcast, we're working with Cover Price at C-O-V-R-P-R-I-C-E.com. Cover price, this is the Key Issue Podcast. We're looking at what makes certain comics key issues, what makes them valuable and collectible. We're gonna talk a little bit about money, but we're gonna talk a lot about why people would wanna collect certain key issues. And we wanna also talk about something that we'll talk about more down the road. We lost Denny O'Neill last week, a, a comic writer and a creator that we were lucky enough to interview. And we just wanted to say, you know, we're very sad to see that Denny has passed, but we were talking to him a few years back. And Isaac, do you remember why that was? Uh, well, yeah, actually, we were lucky enough to catch him here in Ontario, which is really close to, well, close to our home where we are in Ontario. Uh, Denny O'Neill was in town at... Uh, Dragon Comics, special thanks to Rob and Jen uh, for allowing us to come there and film with him. And we thought at the time we were working on a teaser for the Transformers documentary we were pitching at the time. And of course, he played a funny little tiny role in the history of Transformers. I think naming one of those characters, actually, a very important character. And we were lucky enough to catch him here. And of course, you know, because he's here and because he's a huge part of pop culture and comics history, we thought, hey, let's get a nice big long interview with him. So um, I think we have a special treat for you to see uh, just a little snippet of some of that uh, pulled out of our archive. Well, it always astonishes me when people do know who I am. And you can't, you can't let that get into your psyche too deeply because somebody once said that you're not famous until your garbage man knows who you are. And uh, that is not the case here. When I started in this business, uh, transitioning virtually overnight from a journalist in a small Missouri town to Manhattan and New York publishing, comic books were still kind of disreputable. They had been in total eclipse for 10 years. I, as a journalist, had to fill the children's page on Saturdays, which was very hard to do when there were no school activities to write about. And I was a lonely little liberal in a very conservative town who knew virtually no one. So I spent a lot of time looking at newsstands and you know, and I realized I am seeing comic books again, which I loved when I was a kid, but then totally forgot about. I didn't go deeply into it, but I did go deeply into it uh, enough to write a couple of pieces for the paper, uh, for the kids' page. And then Roy Thomas, whose parents subscribed to the paper, and he lived eight miles away from my town, 
He got in touch with me and Marvel was just beginning to really happen. So much so that Stan had done everything for a decade. Designed covers, wrote the stories, did the art direction. But he, he couldn't keep up with that anymore. And so I got the Marvel, Stan Lee Marvel's writer's test. This was four pages of Jack Kirby art minus copy. And my, my mission, should I choose to accept it, was to add words to those pictures. Well, who on earth wouldn't do that? I mean, uh, so I, I probably did it in 15 minutes and I sent the thing back to Roy. A week later, he called and offered me a job. That's awesome. It's obviously a taste and a touch. We're going to have something a little more down the road. Basically, how key issue will work. We'll have an episode that's around an hour long. We'll look at a certain topic, which will become obvious. But then after that episode, we're going to try and put together some little more definitive deep dives, sneak peeks, or deeper looks into some of the details, getting content from our documentaries or content that we get from interviews if we can trick people into Skyping with us. So again, special thanks to Jen and Rob at Dragon and Guelph for letting us come in and talk to Denny and R.I.P. Denny, a real legend in comics and a guy who brought social activism in. We're reminded of that right now. In particular, this is something that Denny would have supported. So uh, a loss for comics and a loss for comic fans, but we're going to keep going. We're going to present something down the road. Stay tuned here to see Key Issue, the definitive podcast working with Cover Press.